What's up you guys, this is Jake, Benny's boyfriend, you know the one that you always hear about with all the shameless Jake plugs. Make sure to check out the TV Gate podcast posted every Tuesday by yours truly, the Gilmore Gay himself, Benny Higgins, and his lovely sister Suzanne. Subscribe to their channel and you will not be disappointed. That was good. That was good. It's like TV Guide, but right. it's Gade, because I'm gay talking about TV. But I'm not gay. No, but they know me from being the Gilmore gay. And but they I know me from being my sister. Nothing. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to the TV Gay Podcast, the podcast where we talk about TV shows that all of us are watching, both new and old, scripted and not scripted, guilty and not guilty. I am Benny Higgins, also known as the Gilmore Gay from TikTok. My username is G I L, actually, it's T H E G I L M O R E G A Y, all one word, no spaces. And I am Suzanne Hanch, and you know me from this. And uh, hey, shout out to uh, the two listeners of this podcast that are now following me on TikTok. You guys rock. Snaps for um, that. Yeah. And so I will say that uh, you also know me from my four videos on TikTok. That's excellent. Listeners, we have a great episode coming at you because we're going to be talking about the Grey's Anatomy season finale that just came out two weeks ago after this crazy COVID season. It's been quite emotional and they wrapped it up. And yes, we're back for season 18, huzzah for that. But we meet with our friend Harley Powell, which is she is on TikTok and has a incredible following about Grey's Anatomy. And she is incredible. And she's like, incredible period, end of story. Well. Like, yeah. legit fan-freaking-tastic. Yes. Hey, guys, spoiler alert for the entirety. I don't know. Like, someday I'm not going to have to say this because you'll just know. I'll just be like, S-A, and they'll be like, spoiler alert. And then eventually it'll get down to just S, and they'll be like, spoiler alert. And then I'll just be like, so, um, guys, spoiler alert. And please remember to rate, review, subscribe, follow. Follow is what it says now on iTunes, which is super strange to me. Whatever your app says, do that. If it says, I don't know, send a smoke signal, then send a smoke signal. I don't I, I mean, look, my wittiness isn't great today. It's fantastic. <laughs> so I wasted it all. Suzanne, are you ready to get into this interview with Harley that has been pre-recorded two weeks ago? I am ready to get into this interview with Harley that was pre-recorded, I think maybe a week ago, but yeah. Excellent. Let's do it. Harley, okay. I'm so glad to have you on this podcast. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so listeners, I'm really pumped. I just, uh, I my sorry, one second. My uh, my mo is uh, deep diving uh, our guests TikTok like <laughs> yes, it five is. seconds before <laughs> I go on, and I was just deep diving. I, Har yeah, I, I, I'm telling you this, and I, I really have no problem saying this. Harley Powell is my favorite TikTok content creator, like, I, and the fact <laughs> that we have her is insane to yeah, me. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a fan. Very you know, exciting. And to be honest, when we got you on, because I have to tell our listeners the story. So 
we're doing Grey's Anatomy and we're like, okay, I need to have people that like watch the show. And like, I would love to have like a Gilmore craze person for Grey's Anatomy, like that type of stuff. Like that's what we want, you know? <laughs> mm. And so like, I'm literally looking on and I'm like, who is this girl? And it's, it pulls up when you were like talking about um, your graduation cap. That oh, you put. I actually have that. Hold on. Show it. You put the post-it note. Um, yeah. Do you know about the Suzanne? I know. Guys. So I ended up making like my own version of the post-it note. <gasps> and two weeks ago, I get a notification that says, Shondaland tagged you in a post. Yes, she did. And I thought it was like, a fan account or like a joke yeah and sure enough it was the picture of me at graduation with my cap on and I (laughs) I was sitting there just like frozen and I was sitting outside with my mom talking when when I got the notification she was like are you okay I was like Shondaland and she's like I was like Shondaland reposted my photo because she also you know watches Grey's and both my parents downloaded TikTok so they could watch my TikTok. That's so cute. That's I love amazing. it. So I ended up doing like my own little version and like signing it. And it's incredible. Uh, I'm very thankful that one of my best friends at school has a cricket because we just like cut out all the stuff so that I didn't have to like. Oh, oh that's through a cricket. That's not through a Sharpie. That's through. No, a- it's, um, I don't know if you can see it. Kind of if you like, I, I guess see it now. Away, but that's all vinyl lettering. Yeah. What? Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. And Listeners, that's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. You guys, guys, you can find it actually on Harley's Instagram, which of course we'll plug, but let's plug it now. We'll plug you in the end as well. So where can they follow you, Harley? So it's we'll Harley no, underscore I'm underscore Powell. <laughs> Fantastic. For Instagram and then TikTok, it's Harley with two Ys. And then Powell, it used to be the same. And then I got a notification and TikTok was like, we changed our policies or something about usernames so you have to change your username yep weird <laughs> i didn't have the policy scare but i definitely had the i'm gonna rebrand myself and then lose my lose my name entirely so i, I i've like thought about that. changing my name before and i was like i don't want to lose this one so i'm just not gonna <laughs> listen you would think it wouldn't be that way you would think like they love my content right and they do but if they don't recognize the name they'll think that you were hacked and then they'll write you messages and be like hey someone named benny james higgins is doing your gilmore girls content." <laughs> well not only that but if they're scrolling through yeah for the, like because because I was telling Benny, that's how I watch TikTok. It's like, I'll pick the people that like, uh, sometimes I'll do a for you situation, but usually yeah. I'm just like scrolling through and it's the names that I recognize that like, I want to be updated on their content and then oh, I yeah. will click them. And if I'm like, uh, obviously if it's a situation where I'm not his sister and I don't see Gilmore gay, I'm like, okay, well, what yeah. is this? Yeah. yeah. Who are happen- you and what have you done with my Gilmore gay? So people on mutuals with who change their names and they'll comment on stuff and I'll be like friends and I'm like, who, who is, is it? I have to like right. go to their page and look and be like, oh. Yeah. So Harley, I want to know, obviously we're going to talk about the finale and I'm so excited yeah. about it. Like, oh I was God. just re-watching it before we started to kind of just too. like get a refresher and remember main points. <laughs> so what inspired you to start this super successful TikTok account? I mean, it's incredible. So what inspired that? So I never intended for this to happen, actually. Um, so 
And I actually, I really have my mom to thank for, and she does not let anybody forget that um, when she's around, when we're talking about it, but I love it. No, it really is to her credit. I mean, the week before spring break last year um, was season 16, episode 16, when Alex Krev leaves. Yep. So the week prior to that, the promo came on and I was so upset. I'd been upset since they had announced he was leaving the show, but I was like, how are they going to do this? And they aired the promo and I was just like a mess in tears. <laughs> and I made a TikTok and it was literally like, it was me in my bathroom in my college apartment. I was like, did I just call my mom absolutely sobbing because of the promo for next week's Grays? <laughs> yes, I did. And that's what Alex started leaving the show. And I mean, you have to scroll so far back now to even find that. But I made that video and I think it was, it was probably, I posted around like 10 o'clock and I go take a shower, get ready. Cause I have an internship in the morning, super early. I check my phone and it's got in an hour, almost a thousand views. And I was like, that's so cool because I'd never had a TikTok hit that at that time. I had 27 followers. Yeah. It was mostly like friends from school and stuff. And so I'm chilling out. I go to get ready for bed. I check it one more time. It hit 3000 views. And I was like, that's really cool. And I, I'd, I'd had TikToks like hit a couple thousand and then they just stopped. Yeah. Sure. But I never made anything about Grace prior to that either, but I was like, let's just make one and see what happens. And so I go to bed. I wake up the next morning at like six in the morning for this internship. I had to be up super early and I see I had like 5,000 views. And again, I was like, wow, super cool. Three hours after my internship, like, or three hours after I get to my internship, I'm leaving and I look and I had hit 10,000. So I start messaging all my friends like, oh, I'm TikTok famous, like jokingly. TTF. And I tell, <laughs> and I tell my parents about this. My mom's like, you've got to keep making Grey's Anatomy content. And so I started making things and, you know, some stuff did well, some didn't. It just kind of depended, you know, at that point yeah. I still had, you know, a hundred followers or something. Um, but I found, you know, quarantine happened and I had a lot of time, especially because we got an extra week of spring break and professors didn't really know what they were doing. So I didn't have as much <laughs> coursework. Yeah. Um, so I started making TikToks and I found that people really liked series at first. And I've kind of started doing those again now that I have some more time, but it started with, I don't know if you remember the trend where everyone was doing like the pyramids, like from dance moms. Yes. I started doing that with Grey's Anatomy episodes and people loved it. And so I'd put like characters on different parts of the pyramid and talk about like what I liked or what I didn't like from what they did in the episode. And, you know, people love something that they can also express their opinion on. So yeah. either people really agreed or disagreed yeah. or like so-and-so needs to be here or there. And so those did really well. And then um, the thing that really, the thing that really launched me into like that 100,000 followers kind of area. Come on. <laughs> which was just insane um, <laughs> was I had, I did one series that it went for a while where it was like Grey's Anatomy. It was one or two I did. And I was like, Grey's Anatomy scenes that'll make your day better. It was just like happy scenes. Cause I know Grey's was off. No one knew when it was coming back because of COVID. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. Let's start picking out like the fun, happy scenes from Grey's for people to see. And one of them hit a million views and that like really, so I kept doing those for a while. I started doing other things, following different trends, just talking about Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Once we had a date for when it was coming back, you know, started doing like predictions and things like that. And it kind of just 
it really just escalated over quarantine all because of that one video that did well. I was like, okay, well, I'll start making Grey's Anatomy content. And nice. Now I've got over 200,000 followers and it's just, it's insane. It's not something I ever imagined would happen in my life. Do you know how happy this story makes me? Because it's so, <laughs> no, but it's so similar. It is like, similar to your Gilmore Like hearing thing. you tell these things makes me be like, okay, cool. I am, because I don't know if you deal with this, but like when you do a video that you might put a lot of work into and it doesn't get a lot of stuff, you're like, I'm finished. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's like, sometimes there's those videos that you put no effort into and they just do super well right. for some reason. Yeah. And then the ones that you're like, this is it, this is going to be amazing. And it's like, doesn't get like a lot of response. And you're like, oh, that's it. That's a hard. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I remember, I, I mean, I called my sister and we, when I got that first 10K and like, I called her on the journey of it becoming 10K and we were like, <laughs> it's happening, Benjamin. And I was like, <gasps> it's and like all these followers coming in and I was like, I need to like take a Xanax. So like, I don't do those drugs, <laughs> all this shit. Um, so that's you were really like, cool. I'm so stressed out about all the <laughs> and you were like, Shut comments up, Benjamin. I'm getting. <laughs> well, that's, I remember this, that I told you that because I don't know if you, and this sounds terrible listeners, please do not, please don't judge, but. There is a time when you're starting something that becomes big where you're like, I need to respond to everybody because I want oh, yes. to be able to do that. But then there becomes a time when the where you're you know, like, I have to choose the top, the, the first 10 and I can respond exactly. to them. And it's scary. Yeah. Um, but I remember that Suzanne was like, in the beginning, she was like, respond to everybody, like do that. And then once it got big, you were like, no, it's okay. Like, I, I didn't think you'd be big. Like, it's okay. Like, respond to like <laughs> 10. So anyway. Um, yeah, so what got you into Grey's Anatomy as we go into the Grey's? And then Susie, I'm so sorry. I'm sure you have a million questions. So her. many. <laughs> I'm so, so, so sorry. I, I have even, I've told my followers this. I originally did not want to watch Grey's Anatomy, which is the funniest thing about this. It was my sophomore year of high school. So it would have been 2015. Um <laughs> I just saw the way your eyes went. That's just so unfair. Are you fucking kidding me? We got our, you kidding me? <laughs> so it was the end of my sophomore year. And um, I had been super into One Tree Hill and Gossip Girl and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Year. And so many of my friends were watching Grey's and this was season 11. So I remember I was on a, a trip for, for choir and all my friends are freaking out on the bus because it was a Friday. And Grace had aired Thursday and it was season 11, episode 21, when Derek gets killed <sighs> and everyone's freaking out. They're like, they killed McDreamy. I can't believe they did this. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know, a lot of people have been telling you to watch this show. You can't finish. Hold on one second. <laughs> Are you sitting here and telling me that you started watching after Yep. So I knew it was coming and I like, there this was a solid week where I kept going back and rewatching old seasons because I had gotten to episode 20 of season 11 and I couldn't bring myself to watch it because I this, knew what was going to happen. This proves my theory. I told you this. There to me is, I've always said this, Harley, there is season one through five and kind of six, six I'm watching again. And the mm -hmm. six is better than I remember it. I will say that because I watched it live. One of my favorites personally. But for some reason it hasn't been mine, but I'm watching it. I'm like, oh no, this is great. But I feel like there is a dip after season six and it goes seven, eight is kind of good, but then nine, 10, and then Derek dies and you think it's going to be like the end. And then all of a sudden 
Grays has a new breath. No, they do. They renaissance. Absolutely. No, I oh, agree. Sure. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying being as big a Grays, a fan, uh, Grays Anatomy fan that you are now, yeah. I, I'm so, I, I don't, a shock does nothing. It's this thing where I'm like, you know, literally the biggest thing. And it was funny because that was the about only the show. death I knew about. That was the only death I knew about. I knew other characters left and I knew which characters left, but I didn't know. Like, yeah. I remember when I watched Mark and Lexi's death and I didn't know. I knew they had left the show, yeah. but I yeah. thought they got more of like, you know, like Christina Yang's. Got the Christina, yeah. yeah. Sure. I thought they got something like that because I knew both of them left. So I was like, oh my God, they probably like moved away together. No. <laughs> no, honey. So it was quite the shock when I found out that was not the case. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. What are you drinking out of? Oh, so this um, small business, I'll actually, I'll go ahead and shout them out. Um, mm-hmm. It's Twins Doodles. So Twins is spelled with like a Z at the end mm-hmm. on TikTok. And they messaged me a few weeks ago and were like, we want to send you some of our cups and our keychains. And it's Amelia. It's an Amelia Shepherd cup that says only freaking superheroes. I also have a Meredith Grey one. It's actually sitting right over here. I knew what this was. I just wanted to shout it out. And I was like, wow. I feel like it, I was like, I feel like if we're doing drinks and stuff, it has choose to be me. <laughs> <laughs> choose me. Like I, oh I love goodness. these cups. They're so cute. They also sent me a bunch of stickers with it. Um, do I want it? Oh, I have the keychains right here. Literally, there's just great stuff spread throughout the room. So they come on now. One that's like the post-it note. Isn't what? that so cute? Listen, yeah, um, can't see this, but we're impressed. Okay, and then um, it's one with like like the harpy monitor. I don't, it's kind of hard to see, but it says "Pick me, choose me, love me." Oh my gosh! They have the cutest stuff. They also do vampire diaries. Um, they started doing a bunch of sour inspired cups too that are so cute. And they did one I think just the other day because I saw the video and it was like they got color changing vinyl and it's like rainbows on the cup. And when you take it outside, like all the colors, like it looks like it's just a white rainbow. And then you oh take my it outside. Oh like, gosh. Right? They're so cute. I actually. That's awesome. Yeah. Please put you. that link in our. Please. In, please our do. Link. in fact, well. Yeah. Cause they sent and... me like a little thing with all their. Yeah. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. Listeners, yeah, for sure. listeners, this will definitely be in the link. You better check them out. Harley, please send me a message in TikTok. Yes. And yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like so freaking cute. Okay, wait. Yeah. I have questions. No, now. I know you do. Like, take it. Like, okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I'm just like a biggest fan over here. Just okay. <laughs> yeah, you're you're fangirling hard. No, I'm just kidding. Well, okay. actually, it's so funny because I start just real quick. Um, but actually, so I saw your videos a couple times on my for you page. It's about me. <laughs> and <laughs> my cousin is like the biggest Gilmore girls fan. My cousin and my aunt watch it together all the time. My aunt's actually watching Grey's Anatomy now for the first time. Nice. So she's giving me her reactions, but they watch them all the time. And like, I've watched Gilmore Girls, obviously, but not as many times as her. Like she is hardcore fan. So I sent her a couple of your TikToks when I had seen them <laughs> and Aww. she loved them. Yay, Benny. Oh, yay. Okay, Susan, go. Sorry. Yes. Couple of questions. questions. Did you ever end up sending that message? <laughs> Oh, that from you today? Were... Yes. I went ahead and sent it. <laughs> you have to, you have to tell us. So I haven't heard anything yet, but okay. So for backstory yep. today on yep. my TikTok, there's this trend going around right now where people are like how close I am to sending this message. So I like took a screenshot. I had a message typed up to Krista Vernoff and it was like, so what would it take for me to be 
a character on your show. I can be a background character. You can, I can kill me off in two seconds. <laughs> anything you want. I haven't heard anything yet. One of my mutuals on Instagram um, sent me a picture that they edited. So it looked like she'd messaged back and they were like, you should use this and like fake everyone out. But I feel, <laughs> I feel like that's not something I like. I feel like that would just make a lot of people really mad. No, I think so too. I'm sure, it would get plenty of views, but it would make a lot of people really mad. Did you just post this? Um, it was a few hours ago. I was at the oh, okay. pool and I was just laying out and yeah. I was like, why not? Okay. Just- I'm having yeah, crab I, I, legs uh, and vodka. So that's probably why. <laughs> vodka? Vodka! How, how could you drink vodka on the night that we're talking about Grey's Anatomy? Are oh, you even a fan? I know, but here's the thing. Tequila <laughs> was much more expensive and the Tito's was on sale. So <laughs> Okay. I'm drinking a tequila and soda water. I'm so proud of you. Okay. I grabbed some leftover wine from the fridge because I could not find our tequila. I That's, okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Wine all wine still counts in Shondaland because of exactly uh, uh, Olivia. What's the uh, oh yes? What's the quote? We screw tequila like whores. What what is it? <laughs> we screw boys like whores on tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you? We screw tequila like what? how happy I am to not like here's the thing I'm such a Grey's Anatomy fan but I'm not a Gilmore Girls fan where like I know every detail so like I love being able to say things wrong and not feel like I've lost my cred like it's awesome (laughs) so like being able to have that freedom is just great whereas I feel like when I do it with Gilmore Girls I'm lying and I'm going to hell okay Um, okay. So now my next question for you is, um, we recorded with my best friend this morning, um, because, (laughs) because she's going to be, she's doing the first, uh, episode and she got us into Gilmore girls. And then later, like she and I like just obsessed over grays together. (laughs) So I thought it would be really cute to have her do the first half as us talking about Gilmore girls and the second half as gray's anatomy. That is, that's so Because we owe the fame to her. Okay. Exactly. So, <laughs> so she had this subject that she wanted to talk about, which was that timelines on Grey's Anatomy don't make any sense. Oh, no. And I've actually recently done a couple videos about it, and everyone's trying to justify and find a way that it does make sense. So I'm like, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter how hard you try. It and you are currently you're studying to be an EMT is that correct are you able yeah to so I'm taking the EMT course huh? right now Am I and what? then um eventually the plan is PA school so I'm doing EMT okay. to get clinical hours for PA school okay 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 we're wondering if you know the answer to this very simple question we'll <laughs> see I was just studying for a test so well hold real quick are you able to get Tiffany on let me see See if you can, because I would love- I ha- so, do, Would I call her? So basically Harley in oh. the episode before we had her. So mm-hmm. getting her on for this big thing. And when you listen to the episode, if you listen to the podcast, um, there was a major fight about this question. <laughs> getting her <laughs> so, on for this. Is it only on Apple Music? No, because it's I'm... on Spotify. Oh, it... perfect. So then I'm oh. definitely going to be listening to it. I thought it was only oh. on Apple Music for some reason. I was oh, like, no. It's no. on, um, no, it's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Google. It's on all of it. Yeah, it's on all, all the things. Perfect. Okay. Well, then I've got catching up to do because for some yeah. reason I was in this mindset that it was only on Apple Podcasts and I was like, I can't listen. No, no. <laughs> yeah. And if we need to be more clear about that, we can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a text out to her. We'll see if she answers back. I know that okay. she, this is around the time she puts the kids down. So, so my question is this, 
in regards to medical school, how yeah. long, a couple of questions, how long is med school? Would you say? So, because I'm not personally going to med school, but I have a lot of friends who have, yeah, or who are, I've learned a lot, especially this year, because this was like their big application process and I'm taking time off. So I wasn't in the midst of PA school applications. And so thankfully, um, senior year was hard enough in a pandemic and everything. Oh, I'm sure. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. But so from what I understand from them, it's four years of school. And then depending on the specialty you're going into residency ranges from five to seven years. And typically surgery is seven years, which I always think is interesting. Um, cause in Richard Weber's speech in the first episode, he says the seven years you spend here, mm-hmm. exactly. every residency class, every resident class is five years. Yeah. So I think they like changed it later or something, but typically it's seven years and then a fellowship or, um, you know, people do multiple fellowships and sometimes those are one or two years. That's my understanding for my friends. And what I always also talk about and people, people in the comments always try to like find a way around it Mm -hmm. is, you know, they talk about how George O'Malley was the bottom of his med school class. He would have Uh never gotten into a surgery, a surgical residency or one as good as Grace Sloan is supposed to be because my friends were explaining this to me. There's these exams you take called, I think, I think they're called the step exams. And there's, I want to say there's four of them throughout med school and how well you do on those ranks you in your class. Right. Only like the number one people get into programs like surgery. So like okay, if you're because- at the bottom, you're not getting typically into surgery or you're getting into programs that are not the greatest. I'm glad to hear that. Okay. Yeah. So Alex, I'm, I'm rewatching as much. I'm rewatching oh, without Alex. putting myself into a depression. depression. So I probably That's won't finish. I, won't, I probably won't finish rewatching Grey's Anatomy by the time our series I think you season will. two is over. <laughs> we have 18 episodes. We can do it. We'll try it. Um, <laughs> but in, I'm in season two and in season two, they talk to Alex and there and and Richard's like, hey, you you failed this last yes. test, basically, and then he has to take it again. Is that the test? Is that one of the tests? Would I'm you not sure if that's the step exam because I feel like those have to be done prior Through. to yeah the placement. But sure. from what I understand from my friends, and obviously you know that it could be something made up in grace, but I think there are a couple like final tests you take afterwards. Yeah. Um, like I think it's like, I think it's like the medical boards, but prior to becoming an attending, it's like you take another one first to like say, yes, you're certified. But here's the question of the hour because she still hasn't (laughs) answered yet. So that was just priming. We'll get her on in the end. So keep going. That was just priming you. I'm look, the more I talk to you about this, I'm pretty sure that I'm, I'm the one who's wrong and whatever. And the fight was dumb. And I Suzanne, just I told everything. you, I told you, I told you while eating my sandwich, I told is, you. is internship a part of medical school or is it a part of residency? It's a part of residency. It's your first year as a resident. So then the fourth From year, what I understand. the fourth year, it, there is in the fourth year there, it, they, I, what I was reading is that there's like a half medical, like hands-on component and there's a half academic component, but that yeah, must so be prior. 
So what I understand from my friends is when you're in med school, you do clinical rotations, but internship year is a part of residency because then you're already placed with the specialty you'll be going into. Okay. Now that's okay. what they do in ER. And so that makes yeah. sense. So that may be more what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking of, because I remember that Carter, when he mm-hmm. was at, when he was in ER, um, he was still in med school. And so that, mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of that's coming from now within all of that. How does that work with the timeline? <laughs> that that's interesting. So because what I understand, the pilot friend, says she's thirty-two, which doesn't make sense. Because no. then if you go look on most sources, it says she's born in, I want to say it was nineteen seventy-eight or nineteen seventy-eight. That's what it is, and that Lexi's born in nineteen eighty-four. Yes. So that puts them yes. at about six years apart. I just I did a video on this recently that it puts them at six years apart, mm-hmm. and that Lexi only says she skips one year she only ever mentioned skipping one grade she totally could have skipped others if she's that smart but she never mentioned skipping another grade so assuming she only skipped one grade that would put them five years apart in school then when you look at there's all people always think that meredith traveled for five years in europe because of an argument with ellis yeah it was two months exactly (laughs) there's so many people they're like i thought it was five years i'm like no when they have that argument about five years ago was Five years ago, as in one year before med school, four years of med school, because Mm -hmm. she travels for two months, Ellis gets sick, she comes back, she applies to medical school, goes the following year. So that's one year between undergrad and med school. So Mm -hmm. that then puts her and Lexi at four years apart. But season one through three is only one year. And Lexi comes into season four. So how are they only a year apart in residency when even despite skipping a grade and missing a year, they still should have been four years apart. Yeah. And I think at that point, Meredith would have been 20. I want to say 28. I could be wrong, but it was supposed to be like, she was supposed to be 28. And Lexi would have been like, would have, if they were six years apart in age, would have had to have been 22. Exactly. If that, which, so none of it makes sense. (laughs) I mean, unless she's freaking Dookie Hauser. So this is my thing. I think obviously Shonda Rhimes is like, guys like i'm researching things but i'm gonna use leeway i think that the whole thing with lexi is that it's being made to believe that this girl is so much of a prodigy that she has skipped things that you shouldn't skip because she's lexi gray that's which is probably what it is because she has an insane photographic memory like i I have a i have somewhat of a photographic memory but not like how they yeah like like she has like a straight up insane uh, yeah. photographic memory. And then if you also think about just genetic wise, uh, gray, gray's parent, uh, Ellis is beyond smart. And so she gets to be a beyond smart doctor. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I guess it doesn't work for Lexi though, because it does. She's got a hiccup. Mom. Think- oh yeah. But I think that's just supposed <laughs> Sorry, we said it in the first episode, and the fact that they all knew what I meant, I was just like, I am with my people. Wait, like, is Thatcher a- <laughs> was Thatcher super smart? I think he was a professor. Like, I think he okay. was a pretty was. smart guy, but Ella's El- always made him out to be like Dumb. stupid, right? Well, sure, because she's Ella's great. She's like, I'm a certain, you know, it was a yeah. different on, to her. It was considered like a different kind of smart, which I totally see, at least in college, what I saw recently among, because I think he was a professor in like history or something. Mm-hmm. And I totally see that with STEM students when they're talking to oh, like, I'm sure. like sure. you know, communications or like um, humanities, anyone in the humanity, they're like, oh, and it's like, 
just because it's not the same topic doesn't mean they're not smart like your phd isn't a doctor it's not a medical phd (laughs) sorry about it (laughs) sorry um but uh the reason i was saying that was because then because at some point obviously i'm like pouring over this whole timeline situation and then somebody was like and then how is maggie so smart and i was like uh her parents are richard weber and ellis Ellis gray duh like i don't even understand why recently i looked it up and maggie's supposed to only be five years apart from meredith which means like I can't remember when Thatcher and Ellis divorced, but when I was looking at stuff, cause I was researching this, it, he wouldn't have had Lexi much that long after he left Ellis no. and Meredith. Yeah. This was the, he, this was the art part of the yep. argument yeah. was now, but the thing is, is that in <clears throat> the wiki, it says that Thatcher leaves first. And I seem to remember that. I remember that Thatcher yes. leaves Ellis. I'm pretty sure he does. Well, he yeah. leaves her at the carousel. That's the whole thing. Is that no? He, that's or, Richard. Well, that's Richard. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I don't know why. <laughs> I was in like that. Anyway, you guys continue. It's all good. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So uh yeah, Th- Thatcher leaves her first. So Thatcher ever knew she was pregnant. So she must have been pregnant while they were still together with Maggie. But yeah, I mean, she was pregnant. She was pregnant with Maggie when because it's around the same time that she tried to kill herself, is it not? Right. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously we know seasons prior to Maggie that Ellis tried to commit suicide. But then later Meredith goes and reads through the journals. Right. Maggie shows up because that was 1983. Yes. Right. Yeah. Which would make sense. Yeah. Because if that, that before, makes sense. That does the five years yeah. that makes Maggie a little bit older than, than Lexi. So what I think happened mm-hmm. is that in the pilot, everyone decide in the pilot, when they, when they did the pilot, they made the decision that Meredith was going to be 32 years old, but That's as always happens. Okay. <laughs> that's what i told you today yes i'm sorry benny had this idea that you get on me all the time no, we talked about it together i we said talked- no that's why i said i said she's 32 and i think that the network was like hey we need to appeal yes you did say that younger demographic you oh, that makes have sense, her yeah. be 32 you need to make her 27 so that she'll grow up a little bit more with our audience however instead of her being 32 and being like in her 50s by the time yeah well, if you wanted to get even more complicated, if you look at the ages of actors versus characters, Ellen Pompeo is older than Eric Dane. Yep. Mm-hmm. Katarina Scorsone. I'm pretty sure she's older than, um, I don't think she's older than Patrick Dempsey. I'm pretty sure she's older than Kate Walsh as well. Mm-hmm. So like all these characters that are supposed to be older than her. Yeah. But like you obviously can't tell. And I mean, no. actors well, right. all the time. It's just always so funny to me. This was that weird ass time of TV of like One Tree Hill type shit. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, teenagers have great abs and a chest and like look like <laughs> oh, yeah. models and are six foot three. Like, I mean, no, right they don't. Grades, right before <laughs> grades, I watched, I watched Pretty Little Liars. I was super into, um, mm-hmm. you know, One Tree Hill, Gossip Girl. So then, you know, I moved to Grey's Anatomy. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, see, seems about right. Like, check yeah, it out. This seems, this seems about right. <laughs> um, yeah, the 
the other thing, just throwing one more, this is basically all we should have been talking about with Tiffany, by the way. Um, a part two, and then we'll get to like what we said we about in the title. Yeah. Um, the other, the other thing that I was reading up on is that apparently at some point of the year, the first year, Torres says that it's 2007. Yes, because someone, when I made a video about this Lexi and Meredith thing, someone was like, it's not 2005, it's 2007. I was like, but so many things indicate 2005, but then she says 2007, which I think she says it in season two or three, which I think she says it in in season three. So it would have been 2007. Nope. No, because the first three seasons are a year long. No, 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 but she's saying it's well, like, like the, air date. The you got, season, right. Yes. Oh, so, air date. I see. Okay. Right. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to. Right, season. so the episode would have aired in 2007. Yes. It's supposed to be one year, so it would have been between 2005 and 2006, but she's saying it's 2007, so it's like, I think there was a lot of slip-ups in the early seasons. That right, just, but does that work with the timeline, timeline, though, if it turns out that all of it was actually actually started in July of 2007. Does that I, fix the ti- timeline situation? Well, I think well, that that might fix, be the point. Yeah, it doesn't fix the gap with Meredith and Lexi, but I think it would fix the ages, I think. It does fix the ages because yeah. if it's 2007 and she's 70 or it's, it's 1978, then that's 88, 98. She would have been 29. So that would definitely fix it a little more i wouldn't fix put her a little bit but it no would fix it, a it put, bit. put her at like 30 yeah no that doesn't what is going on shonda land and then you've got to think when derek dies then there's the whole year time jump but exactly now they're all supposed to be in 2021 so but also i don't know if you guys noticed but in season 14 when teddy was pregnant how they had all these months and they had different holidays happen and stuff yes. and then she would say how many weeks along she was and i'm like that doesn't add no. up. This is a medical show. In, what are you doing? If you, were, <laughs> if you were pregnant when Alex and Joe got married and you can see on all their wedding stuff that it's June, it's like June 10th, I think. Yeah. Or it's sometime yeah. in June. If you were pregnant June then, 3rd. and now we're all the way past like the holidays and you're saying you're like, I think she said something like she was in the first or second trimester. I was like, that doesn't add up if it's no. past Christmas and they got married in June and you were pregnant. And you have to think also you would be in the second semester. Yeah. It, like just something she said something that she was pretty early on in her pregnancy. I was like, this doesn't add up. Because mm. you also have to think, when did Owen go to see Teddy? It's this this weird thing of just like, hey, we're going to like do the storyline. We're going to do time lapses. So like we're kind of understanding what you mean by time stuff. And we're like, what we're doing time lapses. So like, you're right. But like, we don't know what time it is either. So like, right. Right. So obviously now we know it's 2020 (laughs) there slash 2021 because the finale finale jumps. But yeah, I think we just have to chalk it up to like legit besides law and order. It's the longest longest running television show so they lost yeah. track it's the longest like, running prime time medical because oh, general prime time med- oh right general sorry yes. yeah sorry get it right oh no Suzanne. i've said it before people are like it's not the longest running medical general hospitals i'm like well longest running prime time that's yeah. a soap opera. <laughs> whatever it runs like a soap opera but it's prime time exactly <laughs> um so look hey they just can't hold all the information it's fine. Yeah. 
Whatever. They've definitely gotten better about the medical stuff. There's Have still they? inaccuracies and especially doing this EMT class. I can, I can see some of it. Like, um, you know, when they say like, oh, they've got a GCS or whatever, you yeah. know, yeah. And sometimes, and I've definitely, I couldn't find a scene the other day, but I know they've said it. They'll be like, he's got a GCS of 20. The Glasgow coma scale only goes up to 15. <laughs> so like, wah, wah. And like the most, it's like measuring how alert they are. So yeah. 15 is like completely alert and like wow. the bottom is like you're in a coma. And so, <laughs> and so 20, it's like, what are they ultra alert? Or like, I made a video about it and someone was like, yeah, one time they brought a comatose patient and they were like, he's got a GCS of 14. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, that, and that's like, seriously, that's something that's such a seriously? small scale. And it's one of the first things we learned in the CMT class. I was like, that's something they could have, like, even if they're making up the numbers and they're not 100% accurate, oh they could at least know, like, low to small numbers are, you know, not alert and top is here. That makes sense as to a reason why yeah. uh, doctors don't like this show. But uh, something I do appreciate about the show is like, they do sometimes keep up to date with like trending topics. Like I remember early in the series, there was the penis fish and like, that was like a yes. real big deal. And then they did a whole episode on the I, penis. I love how that's actually, that should be a, that would be a really good topic a great at some topic point. To it's not the penis trending. fish. But like how they, uh, their political uh, kind of, ba- you know, uh, yeah, they're trending. trending topics and they do take like real life medical, like, you know, anomalies and like big yeah. things that have happened and they talk about them on the show and maybe every step of the way isn't like the most accurate thing, but it does also raise awareness. Like I remember when um, Bailey has her heart attack and they talked about, it, I think mm-hmm. it was one of the writers for the show or somebody on the show she was talking about it was inspired by her because she had a heart attack and the doctors didn't believe her right and it was about Ugh. that yeah women have to advocate because so many doctors based their diagnoses on white males particularly and people present differently different it, races, yeah it presents differently in different yeah yeah so mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's something that i think especially in the recent seasons they've done a good job of is like talking about yes. that kind of stuff well you got louder harley oh it got louder that's interesting that's interesting this is weird um did you know which is, suzanne yeah i did okay which huh. is a beautiful segue into what we were actually that which is into what we were actually going to chat about uh yeah. which is <laughs> that finale and i'll even go yeah. so far as to say that last season because yeah, we, I, I know we said we're going to talk about the finale, but I do want to talk about the last season because it's oh, totally. Like- and I know there's been a lot of contention and kind of a split opinion on the season because some people are like, I don't want to see COVID on my screen. But at the same time, and I've said this to a lot of my followers, it's like, well, we wouldn't have gotten the show in the same capacity then because yeah. they did this so they could film the show. But also... Yeah. It's a doctor show. They have the responsibility to tell the fucking story. And also COVID was something that hit literally everyone. I I cannot think of a time in my life and I'm 37, I think. I can't think (laughs) of a time. You are. I can't think of a time in my life in which something happened that so strongly hit everybody yeah no exactly. you know what i mean like and and you can't which why is it I, like fall? 
I actually, um, I've said this before on the podcast, but I'll just tell you because we're talking. Yeah. I actually stopped watching um, American Housewife because all the television shows that I was watching uh, when when they came back after COVID or, or, you know, like when they started figuring out how they could film things, all of the shows that I was watching were addressing COVID in a way. Like, even if they weren't like going like hardcore at it, they still were, you know, like- um, it was there like a million little things is actually a really good, uh, a really good example yeah. because they, when they started their season, the only way they showed that any COVID situations were happening was you saw like a, a news thing going mm. on in the background. Yeah. Um, and then slowly, but surely, obviously like what was going on in the world, like became, you know, a part of the, uh, the plot. Well, even but, shows um, like Us did it where they've had a plan for their six seasons and they right. always stick to it. They still found ways to incorporate. Exactly. Yes. So but American Housewife decided to completely ignore COVID entirely. Really? And Could they that be also, on purpose? That's so interesting. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it was. I'm going like, to say this. I'm, gonna I'm say not this. okay with it. I know Black-ish you're not. Blackish didn't, didn't know, decide to ignore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Okay. All right. This is for the... I'm saying this, but it's okay. It's okay. We're just gonna say it anyway. Okay. <laughs> there is a stereotypical side of the con- of the conservative area, okay? And okay. that stereotypical side is the this to me does not exist. It's not that big of a deal. I uh-huh. think that American Housewife, by having the name American Housewife, is going after that side that demographic yes i could see that okay and i know the only other shows that abc didn't most of the shows did involve covid but i know like um i follow one of the actresses from the goldbergs i mean being jewish and watching that show it's like my parents and i love it we think it's the funniest thing i love it Um, especially my parents who you know they grew up 60s 70s and were living in the 80s as teenagers i love it i love it so we all think it's the funniest thing but you know obviously it's the 80s how are they going to incorporate COVID? so absolutely yeah but like shows that are doing present day and i still i think it's funny because like my parents and i watch um they watch Grey's anatomy with me and i always watch live and watch the next day together but um we watch like new amsterdam and New mm. Amsterdam, like their first two episodes did like it, COVID was like, it was like the height of COVID. And then mm. they have like a whole montage where they flash forward and everyone's getting vaccinated and they still have masks on sometimes. And we comment though, how it's a little odd when they pick and choose to wear the masks. Mm-hmm. Like it makes sense kind of that they won't wear them in like the back halls where it's only doctors because everyone's vaccinated. But then sometimes they'll also be with patients and they're not wearing them, but, or they'll start talking to the patient and they'll walk out of the room and put on a mask mm-hmm. <laughs> or they'll be in the ED yeah. and they'll like pick and choose when to put on their mask, which is, so we're like, that's a little weird, but okay. Like at least they're still acknowledging that it's going on. And Yeah. Like I see. I like that. I heard that the resident did the sa- a similar thing. Mm-hmm. They, they addressed that COVID happened and then they skipped their show forward. So they didn't have to deal with it. That. I think that's a I'm great I'm fine with thing. that. I but, think that's great. It, and all I see a lot of people complaining about COVID being like the center of this season of Grey's Anatomy. But if COVID wasn't the center, we would not have gotten Mark, Lexi, George, and Derek back because 
could they have done something like this? Sure, but I don't think this was ever their intention. Guys, you know, if COVID hadn't happened, guys, I, I'm gonna say something that may not be popular on this group, and I'm so sorry. You don't like the beach. <laughs> I think this is one of the best seasons of Grey's Anatomy. I do. Oh, too. I loved it. And I think that this should have been the final season. And the reason why is one, we're getting all of these reunions. Well, that's why a lot of people thought it was. Exactly. But two, I can't believe I'm going to say this. And I told you this, Suzanne. (laughs) I told you this. By not, mm, I'm saying it live. Okay. Just say it. <laughs> Out by with not, it, dude. By not having Meredith die of COVID. I don't know. Not having her die of COVID. I'm glad she doesn't. Don't get me wrong. Because I love Meredith Grey. Yeah. But it's literally following her life. If she were to die of COVID, I would have been like, this is the most impactful ending ever to be like, y'all, get vaccinated. This is serious. We killed Meredith Grey. Like- (laughs) (laughs) See, I, there was a point where I thought they were gonna do it. But I I think they realized that the overwhelming majority of fans would not have that same mindset. Right. And it would have gotten a lot of backlash. I mean, and I'm, you know, I've been very vocal about it on TikTok, so it's not as bad. I hated Alex's ending. Oh, same. But a passion. Also, that was not his voiceover. I, it was not his voiceover. Oh, oh no, it wasn't it him. Was, it wasn't. And I remember They got saying, a sound alike? They got someone who sounded similar. Yes. Or they, it was either, I think it was that. Or, I mean, he's done so many things for the show. He could have, they could have easily, you know. That was so not him. Oh, no. But it was definitely not <laughs> they him. Didn't it, was it, was, it was the definition of 2020. I saw that episode right before 2020 hit. It was really, it was right before COVID hit. And And I was like, this is 2020. This shit right here is 2020. Oh, I've I've said it before. I was like, I'm not speculating anything. You know, (laughs) right before the height of COVID was when Alex Karev's ending happened. I'm not saying Grey's Anatomy started this whole 2020 thing, but. uh, Uh, But they might have. Okay. So on the subject of the final, of, of this past season I was and Benny knows this because we've chatted about this for entirely too long way (laughs) entirely too long um to the point that we were like hey I should pay attention to my kids and hey I should pay attention to the work that I need to be doing every day (laughs) I should eat lunch and pay attention to my boyfriend yeah (laughs) um but I have a theory and you actually, you did a really great job in one of your videos of pointing out uh, an interview with Krista. And I was like, yes, obvious. Uh, yes. Is this yes. about the finale? Yes. Yeah. So this definitely could have served to be a series finale. If it had been, I truly believe that Link and Amelia would have ended up together. I have opinions. That's where there's been a lot of debate. Was it, did she her wording was weird because it was, was this the only finale? Could it have functioned or were there multiple endings? There were multiple endings. There had to have been. I I think no matter what she says, there were multiple endings. But as a hardcore Grey's Anatomy fan, I am actually going to come out right now and say that I'm not, I, I I am glad that this was not, that this was not the final season. Here is why we got for the first time ever closure 
in regards to Meredith and Derek. Yes, we did. Yeah. That's why we I think it should be the have, end. No, no, <laughs> no. We have never had full closure, right? Never. We've had her talk about things. We've had her date some people here and there. We've had, I don't even want to yeah. talk about Andrew. I do. <laughs> what? His death was so upsetting to me. I his love death DeLuca. was upsetting, but I did not like DeLuca with Meredith. And I love DeLuca with Meredith. Me all you want. I love DeLuca heard, with Meredith. What? I was not. I was not a Meruca fan. He's me either. Well, I absolutely loved Andrew. I love Karina. So what they've done to her is just so upsetting. And honestly, we could probably do a whole episode about this. But I think what bothered me about DeLuca's death the most, and I think this could be a whole episode, is. Grey's Anatomy keeps talking for the last couple of years about how they really want to focus on mental health storylines. And then right as their characters get the help they need, yep. they either <laughs> forget the storyline altogether. I mean, Joe had her story had so much potential. And one time at the beginning of the season, they mentioned that she's going to uh, virtual therapy. Okay, well, show us go- her going to virtual therapy. That Thank I, I would have actually liked to seen like that. Yes. Um, they kill him off. Mm-hmm. And I get... I get their reasoning behind it, but it was like you were developing such a good storyline about DeLuca having bipolar disorder. And this would have been an amazing teaching moment because bipolar disorder is one of the, like, I think most stigmatized mental health disorders that people just really don't understand. And it could have been such a good teaching moment. And there was so many ways that they could just have fit in little bits throughout every episode, Yeah, you know, and then they just often. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, so real quick, back to what I was saying, I'm pleased because like I said, we've never gotten actual closure in regards to, to gray yeah. and this television show does not need to end with gray, with Meredith gray dying. It needs to end with Meredith gray being happy and moving on with a life that has been somewhat stagnant. So with the entrance of McWidow, who I love with all that's within me. He's great. We (laughs) would not, we would not have, some people would have been okay with it, but we would not have been okay with Meredith finding a forever person fully. But now that, but now that we get that closure, now that we got the wedding, we got so many people were upset when because um on thursdays i between commercial breaks uh make videos and i said something and i was like oh my god yes i always i was like i love the post-it but i always wanted a wedding and or maybe i said just i was like we finally got the wedding we never got and people like hate the post-it i was like absolutely no i I didn't see that i always would also like that wedding but I always wanted to see them still have that wedding. Like, right. So then he has that conversation with her and he's like, it's okay to be happy. It's okay. Yeah. So what does that tell you? That tells you, see, I don't think we're going to end until gray is happy again with her next forever person. Okay. So this is my thing. I might actually go on your team, but I have a <laughs> different, I have a different journey I'm going to take. Maybe Grey's and and I'm not saying that the finale, I watched it and I was like, why wasn't this the finale? I understand why this was not the finale. Don't you worry about that. But I remember I was like watching it and I was like, maybe this season is for the fans for emotional, like we're all going through trauma, right? Like COVID's fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the statistics on 
just everything of mental health and exactly so with mental health obviously comes like a lot of depression a lot of anxiety a lot of dissociation all the shit seeing these characters that you've watched for 17 years suddenly go back to an old place where things were simple things were you know not what the world is today brings a lot of comfort and makes you go this is my escapism because lexi gray does exist this was not a fever dream and that mark and lexi are together exactly yes i think that maybe we got to see george again sorry this was the point was yeah if covid was the was swine flu and bird flu i don't think we would have gotten the season we've gotten it would have been we wouldn't have gotten reunions and i think the reunions were supposed to be like hey everybody we're all going through stuff. So why don't we go through memory lane? Because we think yeah. the world's going to end in yeah. two days. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I 100% agree. And like, you know, it was such a fun thing also to speculate who was coming back and yes. who, mm-hmm. who we would see. And I mean, and then we got Sarah Drew back. And obviously, you know, I'm sad that Jackson left. I, I loved Jackson Avery's character. I wish he got in more storylines in the last couple of seasons because I felt like yeah. they kind of just definitely had him there to be you know uh i liked him and joe's interactions but like he was you know joe's bridge and he was yeah. with maggie which i did not like him with maggie um and he was with vic and he, it just kind of ended all. up like, I yeah i didn't like him with vic either i didn't love him with vic but i just felt like i was like he has so much more potential so i was like you know what this ending is what he deserves yes That's what he's going yes. to do and have that purpose that's what he deserves. And, but I loved that April was a part of it. And I had said the week prior, I was like, guys, I know she's with Matthew. And like, I, I want her to be with Matthew because she seemed happy, but I'm like, what if they pull something and she's no longer with Matthew and they end up together. And I, and I said it too. I was like, look, I love Jackson and April and I want them to be a couple, but at the same time, they were so toxic when they were together. They need to have a conversation about the relationship. And they did that. And, and I was they like, okay, did. I would be happy they did. with the J-Bull Endgame because they talked about yep. it and they recognized the faults in their relationship. Because for the longest time, I told people, I was like, I don't want a J-Bull Endgame. They were not good together as a couple. But mm-hmm. if they had a serious conversation. But they grew. About They're growing. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. I, uh, uh, 100%. I put up, I put up yeah. a thing when we found out that Sarah Drew was, <laughs> was going to be on it. And uh, I put up a, an Instagram thing that was like, <laughs> Uh, what are you, what are people's predictions for this episode? And I ended up not posting any of the predictions because this mm-hmm. one girl, this girl got, is poopy. Oh, got into our DMS <laughs> and was like, April is a person of character and there's no way that she would cheat on Matthew. And I'm sure she's very happy with Matthew. And I think he's probably just going to pick up Harriet. And That's I was like, a lot of, I got a lot of comments like that. And I was like, I was like okay, okay, but it's like cool. fun to theorize. Like, I, I, yeah, exactly. And like I started even starting out my theory videos with like, this is just for fun. It's not yeah. that exactly. So nice. many people were like, this is stupid. And I'm like, well, it was just for fun, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, calm down, man. Like, it's Which a I got so mad the first couple of times before we knew Sarah Drew was coming back where I said that I thought that jackson and april were platonic soulmates because they could not figure things out in their relationship i was like Mm. i totally think they're soulmates but not in a relationship unless they could figure things out and actually like 
apparently got talked about on Twitter. Like one of my friends who was like really active on Twitter messaged me and they were like, people are talking about how you think there's platonic soulmates and people were so mad. They're like, she can't think that that's such a bad opinion. And I was like, that's so funny that people are talking about it on Twitter because cool. like I'm barely ever on Twitter. Tell that to all the ace people out there. Thank you yeah. so freaking much for that. Wow. Yep. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, you know, Sometimes, like, I always love when Helm is like, have you ever heard Meredith talk about Christina? And I'll joke and I'm like, see, they were meant to be soulmates. But I think they're platonic soulmates for sure. Yeah. Like, it's her person. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, oh, flip. I had something and I lost it. it went out <laughs> okay. my I would love to go into this um, season finale a little bit. Okay. More. Tiffany um, said she can chat in like five minutes. Great. Perfect. So okay. we can tell okay. her in five minutes. Yeah. I'm going to say something about the season finale that is not going to be popular, or maybe it will. I haven't really talked to you about the season finale, Suzanne. Like, No, you haven't. Because we saved it for you, Harley. Yes. Like, oh, like Harley, you don't get it. Like, we we talk about everything to the point that we, like, shouldn't. Um, and we go four <laughs> hours past every single day. You have children. I have things I should do. Um <laughs> I'm not mad about Amelia saying no to Link. Neither am I. Neither is Harley. But, <laughs> and I know you talk about this, Harley. Yeah. I am mad if it goes in the direction that it's sneaking into, which I will say this. I don't think it's sneaking into it because it's a finale. And I think that sometimes Grey's Anatomy wants Guys, they to were like, best friends. They yeah. are best friends. That is yeah, what I, that is. I, exactly. Well, because uh, I so I made a comment and I was like, they're like brother and sister. They've said it. And someone went, yeah. well, Jackson and Maggie were technically siblings. Old Amelia, <laughs> old Amelia would have said yes. We all agree with this. Yes. Right? Did you see Harley's oh. video? Are you just quoting Harley's video? No. <laughs> I, Harley, my apologies. I have like been trying to do better about not getting on TikTok all the time because it brought me into a major depression. So I'm like trying Sorry, to- Sorry, I'm tired. So this is happening now. Um, <laughs> so no, I have not watched your recent. So I'm just going off my own. Oh, you're good. By Amelia saying no, to me actually brings empowerment as opposed to like, because here's the thing, shocker not everybody needs to be with someone. Not that Amelia needs to be alone, but it doesn't mean that she needs to say yes to Link, who right. is asking her to marry him after a pandemic. It also doesn't mean that she has to say yes right now. Yep. Like that. Rory I, Gilmore. Sorry. Everyone's my Rory Gilmore shout out. Anyway. But I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that's kind of like one of the, that's like a big thing in regards to this is that it's, I mean, we know Grey's Anatomy guys. This is not, this isn't an ending. I mean, I mean, look you how know. many times Joe said no to Alex. Exactly. How, how many, many times, times Izzy said-, said no to Alex? Like, <laughs> how many times somebody else said no to Alex? Don't be mean. <laughs> Don't be a jerk. Hey. No, but like, but really, and and how many times they fake us out, and how many times they make us think, you know, like, uh, that actually the finale is a perfect example of that because what they showed us in the and we all said this but they showed us in the promos that you know maggie and um winston no what's his name yes winston Winston. Winston. that maggie and winston like that their uh their dad and their grandmother decide to uh you know, stop their wedding or whatever. I fucking love that storyline with a it was great and we all knew we all knew it was a fake out. We all 
Oh, well, I in addition it. to that, I don't know if you saw it. I talked about it on TikTok, but um, Wait. I stitched this girl's video. Is Tiffany here now? Keep talking, Harley. <laughs> okay. So she happened to, this girl happened to go to the private beach club where they filmed. Uh-huh. And she was like, they were filming today. And I saw a couple pictures and there were these big tents. And she's like, and I was like, that kind of looks like a wedding. And I stitched it. I was like, this kind of looks like a wedding. And you could kind of see some of the actresses. And I was like, that kind of looks like Kelly McCreary. And this was before Winston proposed. So I was like, I feel like we're either oh, getting, wow. or maybe it was the week he had proposed. And at the same time, they had talked about Amelia and Link. So I was like, I feel like it's either Maggie and Winston's wedding or Amelia and Link's wedding. Obviously, it was not Amelia and Link's wedding. But once everyone who had seen that girl who had leaked the stuff, and thankfully, because I think people would have been losing their minds, especially on TikTok, if they just seen the promo, most people were like, oh, so it's probably them stopping the wedding to be like, this isn't right. Do it when you can have more people there. Yeah. So within that, within that point, I'm just saying we get faked out all the time. Yeah. Oh, did you lose me? No, you got really loud all of a sudden. Oh, it's (laughs) because I'm laying next to the thing. Is that better? Listeners. So if you watched, if you watched, if you listened to the first episode of our Grey's Anatomy, the Gay's Anat, sorry, the Seattle Gay Hospital series. Seattle Gay Hospital. I Um, love that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because last season, Harley was Stars Hollow Gayzette. So like. (laughs) Oh my God, that's fantastic. I mean, also we're doing this during Pride Month. So I feel like how could it not be? (laughs) Exactly. But we obviously talked about, you know, the residency and the internship and like, when do they take place? And we had Tiffany who was just like everything. And so Harley, we're going to let you tell Tiffany the, you know, the conclusion of the situation. So here we go. Okay. So the, the topic, let me just make sure was um, when does um, internship start and how long is resident? Correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. So from my understanding from my friends who just went through the process of applying to medical school, it's the four years of med school with uh, clinical rotations, but that internship is the first year of residency because then you have, <laughs> that's when you're in your specialty already. You've already been placed at the hospital where you're going to train for your residency. So it is a part of your residency. Get all the curse words out. Clarify because Suzanne was just sure <laughs> that the internship was the fourth year of medical school. And I said, no, no, no. It's the first year of your five-year surgical residency. Well, every single article Boom. that I was reading was talking about how half of the year is a clinical Yes, here. because you go and you say, do right. I want to do surgery? Do I want to do podiatry? Do I want to do dermatology? Do I want to, and you clinically rotate. That's why you, they had the yeah. med students at Gray's Anatomy. Anyway. Survives. Boom. <laughs> that's when they first see Levi. He's still a med student. That's when he's on a, uh, a clinical yes. rotation. Yeah, see, they do, so they, they test out different things at the end of med school, but then they choose and they just don't get to continue after the intern exam. If they don't pass the intern exam, then they can't yeah. stay in the residency. They're not progressing appropriately. Is there any way to just uh, mute one square on the the thing or? (laughs) And is is there, start with a T? (laughs) Tiffany, you're out. Okay. Um, And there's a whole, there's a whole match day. um, Cause I remember my friends talking about that, how even they're just about to start med school and they're so nervous for match day. Cause, and they're nervous for their step exams. Cause that ranks them. And they're like, if you don't do well on these, you know, you're not going to have your pick of residency programs. You know, the further down you get in your rankings, fewer and fewer choices especially like I always see people in my TikTok comments and like I did a series for a while and honestly I want to pick it back up talking about like 
Gray's, you know, reality what versus what they show. Sure. Because, and we talked about it earlier, was George O'Malley is always, it's always mentioned that he was at the bottom of his med school class. He would not have been at a hospital like Graceland Memorial, let alone the chances of him actually getting a surgical residency. So I'm I see people who that. are just, I see people in my comments that are like, I'm going to be a neurosurgeon. And I'm like, that is great. Like have that confidence. You need confidence going into something like medicine, but also know a little bit of the reality, you know, not they show Gray's anatomy and you think, oh, everyone goes to a surgical residency like that just because they went to med school. And that's not the case. There's plenty of people who think they want to be a surgeon and they don't do well enough on the exams and stuff. So they don't really get to pick exactly what they do in medicine. And that's person, that's not the main reason, but part of the reason I want to do physician assistant or they just change it to physician associate. But okay. one, okay. I want more patient interaction. That's really the main thing. I want mm-hmm. to be able to spend more time with the patients, but also the idea that I could switch specialties. I wouldn't spend all this money and all this time on schooling yeah. and then not really get to decide what I do in medicine. Sure. Yeah. So that's what I think is so interesting when people like watch Grey's and then they're like, I want to be a doctor. So I did a series and I was like, I think that's totally great if that's what inspired you, but let's also do some more research. Yeah. Harley, <laughs> Harley, it's really funny you bring that up. So I don't even remember this, Suzanne, you may not. Um, my senior year of high school, I was watching the third season of Grey's Anatomy because I fell in love with Addison. Like I fell in love with her. Thought I love Kate Walsh and Addison Montgomery. I was dating this girl, which is a very funny sentence. And (laughs) I told her, I was like, I'm going to become a pediatric surgeon. And she was like, you got a C in chemistry. And I was like, I know. Um, And I was like, but I'm I'm aware. (laughs) I'm taking anatomy right now. I know all there is to it. So I told my parents and I was like, I'm becoming a pediatric surgeon. Of course, mom was like, oh, you would love it. You get to work with kids. I think you would do. You do so good. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> mom doesn't talk like that um, <laughs> well, she really doesn't she really um, but so mom was like oh well what do you gotta do and I was like well, I've got I've got to take classes I guess <laughs> stupid anyway I remember I like took like a practice like exam and I was like oh I suck at science no this won't work and then I went right away that lasted a week so that's, <laughs> that's my story of when I become a pediatric surgeon from watching Grey's Anatomy I love it well Tiff you're welcome to stick around for the rest of our uh we only have eight minutes left but for the rest of the uh talk about session uh, <laughs> the finale Oh. I don't want to, I don't want to butt into someone else's. I just, I just wanted to win the argument. So and you did. that's all. That's all. And you did. I look forward to hearing this podcast, but I will, uh, I will, I will not take up the time. I just, yeah, again, just, I'm, just I'm good. That I can sleep peacefully now. <laughs> she needed that. Well, I'm glad I was able to settle in an argument. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, Harley. You guys have a wonderful chat. She's my you, person. Tiffany. Just so you know, that's yes, this is, yes, like yes. That. Suzanne is my Suzanne is my person, definitely. Aww, so my my best friend Alana, we're Meredith Gray and Christina <laughs> in each other's phones, and we have been since several days into meeting each other. Oh, nice. yeah. Awesome. All right, bye, Tiff. Bye. bye. Okay, next opinion. Here we go. Yes, I don't think that Joe should have gotten custody. Really? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, well, we're going to have a heavy debate on that because You're I like, really, oh, bitch. Okay. As soon as there was, as soon as Val came on the show 
and her storyline was set up in that first episode, I said, I bet Joe's going to adopt the baby or it's going to inspire her to adopt or they're going to become really good friends. I, this this storyline, I'll go one further. Perfect. It's gorgeous. I'll go one further. (laughs) I knew that Joe was going to do some type of adoption or some type of baby situation when she, I, I, she did that crossover with uh, station 19. I was waiting for it after that. Yeah, for sure. Yep. With the but bit. then when Val came on, it just like sealed the deal. Yes, absolutely. So we're like, why would you want her to die? I'm like, I didn't say I want Val to die. I'm just saying it's going to go one of three ways. There, because also the actress that played Val did an interview where she said that she was on for a couple episodes and that she played an important part in setting up Joe's storyline for this season. So I was like, y'all, what else could it be? I mean, yeah. And I was so sure. And unfortunately, you know, obviously, you know, Joe took care of the safe haven baby. And then I'm pretty sure that was the mid-season finale. And then we found out Alex left. So I was, you know, or it was somewhere around that time. Yeah. I was like, yes, I'm so excited. She's going to have the safe haven baby. Alex is going to see it. She's They're either going to adopt that baby. They're going to start fostering or she's going to be pregnant. And, nope. and, and then, well, Alex had kids, just not Joe. <laughs> Oh, I was so mad about that. Um, there's gonna have to be an episode of our podcast that is just his leaving. Listen, 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 and the ridiculousness. (laughs) What'd you say? It's gonna be a really big rant. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you're more than welcome to come back for it because holy crap! (laughs) I mean, I will say this, Harley, you already have earned like a second like guest appearance on this season like bar none. I was gonna say, do you know what I was thinking throughout the whole Just thing bring I her was on like, for the entire like, second it, season I was like would it be I weird mean, if we don't have I'd guests be happy we just have it. Harley honestly I'm having a blast just talking about the show with Harley and I'm like guests we love you so much but like yeah. you might have to take a step back on this I mean I don't know <laughs> look, I'm not, I, I may be sounding weird but like I don't know how busy you are but if you just want to fill Harley, in all the slots Harley you <laughs> might be Harley may be having a little bit of a guest appearance a little more than once. If okay. you have time, we <laughs> would love want... to have you. Oh, I, I, I mean, my EMT class is only once a week. It goes till uh, second week of July. And then, uh, okay. I mean, oh. I don't really have many other plans for the So summer. then, yeah, you do have time. We'll talk, yeah. we'll talk, Benny. We'll, we'll talk. And, and Harley and all of us. I would like to talk about something that might not be plot wise, but it's something that still bothers me. So my apologies okay. for this basic argument. So watching the finale, mm-hmm. I think it is a beautiful episode. I really do. I think yes, it is such a too. strong episode. I think, you know, everything about it is just encapsulates why I love Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Oh, absolutely. The promo to me is trash. And this is why. Yes. I hate that the shock factor is the Maggie and Winston's, we don't agree. It's not 2007, bitches. Like, when do we do promos like this? Where it's like, on the next episode of One Tree Hill, someone says no at the wedding. Like, we are past this shit. Yeah. We just got through Meredith surviving COVID and you're going to have this be the fucking promo that Maggie and Winston get an objection at their wedding? We got our rant. I love it. I'm excited. Fuck. I'm sorry. Now, I will say this. If the promo was what happens 
10 minutes later is Meredith being like, I think my um my heart is at this amount. Well, that would have so messed That would have made because... me as a viewer be like, let's go. Well, yeah, because the whole season was, is Meredith going to live? Is she going to die? Yeah. So that would have really been like, oh my God, we thought she survived. Now she's dealing. And like, they had already kind of ramped it up in the other episode prior that Meredith was not, she was still recovering. Right. And that she was dealing with side effects. I've never been more mad at a season finale promo in my entire (laughs) life to the point that I watched it and I was like, if this is about to be some, because here's the thing, while I love that Joe and Alex got married, that finale to me was not Grey's Anatomy status because there was- It was not Grey's Anatomy, but it's one of my favorites. It's a great And I'd waited for so long. (laughs) Exactly. But the whole thing of it, I'm just like, okay, this is- this is like an episode of any other fun show that you watch on another night of television. Mm-hmm. It's not drama that makes me be no. like, Ugh. no, it's not TGIT. That's it's for not darn TGIT. Sure. So when like I the biggest the- drama was that the patient collapsed at her own wedding and they went to the wrong wedding. And yes, it was funny, but it also bothered me that I'd waited for so long for Alex and Joe to get married and they had to share their wedding with Honey, honey, the biggest biggest trauma was that they got stuck in a barn or something. And then like, and then the dead body was going to be their life. And I was like, it's a fucking barn. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fucking barn. Like they're going to get out. There's no way this is a bomb episode of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, no, I, (laughs) no, I absolutely, I absolutely agree with you. Um, something that I really loved about this finale. Um, I love the medical aspect of it. I love going through, um, I love seeing them all get vaccinated. Yes. Yes. And a lot of people have been asking the question. I love, they would tell us because like, and I'm sure that what it wasn't the case. People are like, what if that's when they actually got the cast vaccinated, which I think would have been so cool. But I wish they would say whether or not they did. Yeah, it, I so wish they would do. Like, that would be sure. beautiful. That makes that me would be cry. beautiful, though. Um, okay, but anyway, what I, what I was going to okay. say is that I really love that they brought attention to side effects from COVID. Yes. Um, yes. to this and to and and I love this idea, and I hope they stick with it that she's not letting this go. Yeah, like Meredith's not letting this go. Wait, what do you she mean? Is, she's not- going to advocate for. Yeah. people yes. who have suffered from COVID. So here's my question. Cause I, I've, I've seen a lot of opinions on this. Um, mm-hmm. and most people have been upset about it was Meredith not doing a speech when she like with, the Jesus <laughs> speech with like, the yeah. Movie. When Bailey was like, Oh, are you going to do Weber's? Or are you going to do your own? And so this so is my like, thing about it. I'm so sorry, Suzanne. Cause I know that you're like, I have many things to say about this. Um, if <laughs> that sorry. happened, if that happened, it would need to be the series finale. And I'm going to say this, if it happened beforehand and it wasn't the season finale, it would make the series finale like as lame as like the final season of seventh heaven. Like that's how lame. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like it would. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and I also felt like the biggest thing with her that now being chief res or, or uh, not chief resident with her being head of the intern program yeah. is that she's going to do it different. That's why she's there. She's there yeah. to do things different. God, and so the, the best way to do things different is to start 
putting the old things aside, yes. you know? Yeah, I think in the moment when I was watching the episode for the first time, I was like, uh, like I, I was just upset that she didn't do a speech. Like it wasn't like the worst thing ever, but I was like, maybe she'll do it at the end because she'll like, you know, realize that yeah. some of the old needs to stay with the new, but I get, I agree with I what you I loved saying, it. I love that they just started working. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm so glad we brought this up. This is not really Grey's Anatomy territory, but it will make sense, I promise. Okay. okay. <laughs> I had this shift that has happened in the past couple of months because Suzanne is my sister and you know. What? I know, everyone, Suzanne's specific. You know that I sometimes have a hard time like one, not watching, but wanting to watch new TV. Because I'm like, it's not as good, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I still believe that. However, there is this sense of me being like, but I do want, to go to the new. I don't want to stay in the old. I do want to see what things we have to offer. And that happened because of this year. The trauma Mm -hmm. of COVID made me be like, okay, this was really hard, but I think it might've been a godsend in a way because I'm suddenly ready to- There was good in it. I'm ready to experience chapter two of the world. Chapter one has been in my heart for 28 years and now I'm ready to go. Well, that's what I think what Grey's Anatomy did was so interesting yes. too. And yes. just healthcare in general has evolved. I mean, so my mom works in healthcare IT mm. and for years, you know, I've been learning about uh, from her about electronic health records and telehealth, but, and even she said, it's like, we're still trying to figure out how to make that big push. And right. while COVID obviously, like, I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, it's so great that COVID happened. Absolutely not. But what it did great. medically and for telehealth Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it did give that push that was needed. And I think to your point is that, you know, it's, sh- it's, they're also kind of showing it on Grey's Anatomy is what it's ushering in is the new in yes. medicine and that all these things that have been talked about in theory for so long of, oh, we need to do this in medicine. This is kind of giving that push. And I think mm-hmm. they're also portraying that somewhat. And that's kind of where they're going into on Grey's Anatomy. And I yeah. think. Good. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I had this one more point to make, I promise. No, okay. Vinny, go. And I oh, I know, I know. I think that we've already gotten the, the nostalgia. So we got it once in season four with our original interns talking mm-hmm. to their residents or sorry to oh, their yeah, yeah to their interns like Bailey yeah then we get it later because the residents are overseeing Richard give the same speech and they're like yeah. mouthing it to themselves which is a great moment I think if you do it a third time with Meredith to me it takes out the special quality so I'm not mad at it no, okay. and we did also get the interns and an intern speech from Richard. That was a new revamped one for yes, what it was. was. Going on. And right. I loved that speech. And these so, these aren't new interns. No, that it, it, there are, so there are new interns. They brought in like five new interns at the beginning of the season, and Richard did this whole speech about like obviously this is. Oh no, I mean, I mean when Meredith. Oh, oh them, no, those aren't new. Interns. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not their first day, so also that speech wouldn't have made sense. No. Right. No. I, but that does remind me of my single most favorite moment of the uh, finale. And that was, (laughs) and that was when they're doing rounds and every single one is like, you know what I think would probably work? 
a double lung transplant <laughs> and they're like uh okay well we can't we can't do that does anybody else have a you know <laughs> yeah, we could do lung. this we could do that but honestly probably the best bet is a double lung transplant <laughs> every single person double lung transplant double lung transplant anybody have any other that is the funniest that oh, I loved it. funniest moment because it all sounded like it was coming out of <clears throat> Meredith's mouth did it not it's genius every single absolutely absolutely and i think it also just goes to show like how much of a legend meredith is and how they're all ready to just like i mean it's like it goes to show like you know how they always had like helm obsessing over and that that is one thing i will say that i don't know what Grey's anatomy is doing with this they've obviously done time jumps they know it is not levi and helm's first year but they're still calling them interns xander perez isn't even an intern and they're calling him an intern as well like yeah yeah it's a kind of strange thing i wonder if it's that thing that a lot of people have been going through where they're just like 2020 didn't exist exactly that's (laughs) what i think it is too because they came yeah. in in like 2018, 2019. Yes. That, they, <laughs> that they've been on that long. So That's really we, funny. But are we accounting for tw- for season season like 15 through 17 being one year? Like oh, one you know what? There was, more, there was some time jump in 15. So well, maybe, I guess, yeah, there have been time jumps. So you can't say it's like another situation where it was in the beginning where it's like, there's definitely there's definitely been more than one year. I think we'll be able to bitch about it completely if when the new season comes on that the interns are still interns and it's gonna be like, you wow. literally did a time jump. Like we're smart. They're yeah. not interns anymore. Yeah. They're definitely not interns anymore. What year they are, that's up for debate, but they're definitely not first years. <laughs> yeah. Before we end this season finale discussion, I've never been more sad to leave a Zoom in my life. Like I'm literally I'm having a blast. I'm, I'm looking at the this. time and I'm like, no, this is <laughs> not okay. But it's okay. It's a new world. Um the final thing I would like to talk about is this whole Teddy thing. <laughs> So I'm not a Teddy I, fan, so that's why I'm a little. I rude. used to really like Teddy mm-hmm. when there was the whole Henry thing. I liked not she wasn't my favorite, but I liked her. I love the Henry storyline. Loved yeah. Henry. He was hot. But I loved him. Loved I him also, great. I also just have a great dislike for Owen Hunt. <laughs> so <sighs> anything that I, I just, I hate the way he treated treated Christina when she had her abortion. Yep. And the way he held that over her and you know, yes, you want to be a parent, but Christine also made it very clear that she does not want to be. Mm-hmm. So, like, Thank God can't. for you, Harley Powell. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I would say this season's probably been the most growth he's had. And I love Kevin McKidd. And like, I always say props to Kevin McKidd for playing such a hated character. And being yes. such a likable guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because he does I takeovers and I'm like, I just want yeah. to watch you all day. <laughs> I just he's great. Owen Hunt likable to me. I just think the way he treats and people are like, oh, but he's such a good friend. I'm like, yeah, but he's terrible in his relationships and not just, oh, he's bad at relationships. He's terrible to most of them. And I think his turning point was really Amelia this season during that episode with Teddy and her dealing with PTSD when Owen is like, well, why didn't she just tell me that she was with Allison and that it was a major trauma for her because Allison died in the towers on 9-11. 
and and Teddy was like, well, you don't tell everyone about how you choked Christina. And he's like, I can't believe you threw it on my face. She's like, I'm not throwing it in your face. I'm bringing up to you that like people don't want to talk about their trauma. And he's like, oh, and then he's like, oh, it was different. I was dealing with PTSD. And I mean, he's like, so is she so is just she. because everyone's trauma doesn't look like yours doesn't mean it's not trauma. Doesn't Say it again. Suffering with Say mental it again. Health. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I think, a big problem with Owen was that he constantly, I mean, the way also, do I think <laughs> Amelia handled their wedding or their wedding, their marriage perfectly either? No. No. No, she was but sick. It's, it's the fact, exactly. But it's the fact that he doesn't see that other people have mental health issues and sometimes deal with the same issue that he's dealing with but differently. Yeah. And when Amelia said that it made him realize, and I've definitely seen, I'm not going to say, you know, Oh, I, I like him now or anything, but I I've definitely seen growth in those last couple episodes with him. Yeah. And the way he I, started, you know, handling his relationship with Teddy. Yeah. I'm not, I, I agree. I'm not a Teddy fan. I'm not, I'm, I'm a little bit more of an Owen fan, but I think it's the redheaded Irish situation. Just, <laughs> sure, you know. sure. I was just um, over that love triangle. I was like, why is this a love triangle? So that's have? what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm over ex- it. I'm, I'm exhausted. Yes. I'm exhausted. And Tom is such a funny character. I was like, he deserves to be more than caught in between Owen yeah. and Teddy's like love Thank story. you. But so in my opinion, that's fine. Mary, Teddy, figure this whole thing out. Can we just stop looking at your story? Please? Thank you so much I'm for just, saying that. I'm it didn't need to be a central story. No. They gave I it too need, much time. I need next season to be a beautiful courtship between McWidow and Mare. Yes. I need to hopefully see a wedding with Nico and Levi. I need... <laughs> Well, Nico's one that, that definitely grew a lot this season as yes. well. Yes. I was so mad with the way he treated Levi last yes. season. Like, screw Nico. I hate him. And, I, and honestly, then that, that episode. Season, and But then at the end, I was like, man, I really wanted to hate him. But now? <laughs> no, I couldn't. I couldn't. When he opened up that yeah. door and he had been lighting those candles every single day. And the way he was trying, the way he really listened to Levi when Levi was like, yes. I wanted more. Now I think Levi wasn't expecting him to be like, let's move in together. But no, he really he tried. I'm, yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big Nico Levi fan, big, big time, especially after that vaccine episode. Yeah. Um, I just need, I just need happy. I need well, yeah. happy. I need, I need, I would like Mare. Look, these are my hopes and dreams. I would like yeah, Mare we'll to go be around. I would like Mary to yes. get get remarried and I would like to see Christina. Well, I'd love to see Christina, but I think Sandra O has been like- Sandra O's out. I know. Yeah. But, Here's but, the thing. But I even think if the, Meredith gets remarried? Here's the thing. I think the only way we've gotten Sandra O oh was in this year because of the fact that like the pandemic was like, y'all don't got jobs. No one got jobs. Like Grey's yeah. Anatomy's on air. US, but now they're, ref- they're filming Killing Eve. The f- but it is the final yeah. season. So. But here's the thing. Killing Eve is so fucking good that I don't blame her for being like, I'm I'm no, I don't tomorrow. blame her for any of it. I'm just saying, you know, I, but- I did like they had the little text between them. So they're like trying to throw Christina in there, even though Sandra yeah. was not there. And I don't blame her for not for, yeah. for saying she's done and having setting her boundaries but the only time i am thankful for modern technology is that bringing sandra o texting wise makes it less cheesy because this thing where like meredith's on the phone and we don't see her we'll be like Mm -mm. bitch we know but like somehow they they text in perfect 
imperfect Christina voice. Christina yes. said McWidow, and that's why we all gave a shit about this doctor. Like, yes, talk yeah. about that. He is like- the third. He's the third Mick. There was McDreamy, yeah. McSteamy. Suzanne, you called and me about Mick this. Widow. Do you remember this? You called me. I was literally Harley. So I was teaching my student. <laughs> oh man, we gotta go. I know we do it. Whatever. I'm so sorry. Suzanne calls me and she was like, I've got to talk with you about this. And I was like, well, I'm with my I'm student. in class. And I was like, she was like, well, then call me back. So I, I called her on my 10 and she was like, have you watched the newest episode? And I was like, well, I'm not like, yeah. And she was like, McWidow. And I was like, okay. And she, was, she was like, Christina said McWidow. And I was like, oh my God. And she was like, I know. She got it. He, he finally got it. He's the one. He is. He's the one. I'm going to say this. I wanted them together. And like, I think there was a point where it almost seemed like they were toying with the idea of like him and Joe, but I was like, I don't want that. I I thought the same thing. I thought they were the same thing. thing. I really hope for next season. I really, you know, I've loved the storyline with her getting to adopt Luna and I want to see her be a mom Yeah, because I think that you know, oh my God, I think one of the points that it's made me cry the most was that moment between Alex and Joe in season 14 when she says she wants to take Alex's last name because she's never had the last name of anyone who's ever loved her. And I'm like, well, now Luna's going to ha- like have her last name and yeah. they'll be like their own little like family unit. Like I want to see that because I think it's something only, that she just so deserves. Only, <laughs> only Grey's Anatomy. I'm telling you this, only Grey's Anatomy could do a thing where we have a connection to somebody who was not in the original series. The character of Joe to me and um, Maggie to me are so like, they feel like original Grey's Anatomy because there was a time where we got like other characters Mm -hmm. and we're like, you're not in Grey's Anatomy universe. I'm so sorry. But (laughs) No, but Joe does. Joe and Maggie, they totally do. And I mean, they've been there long enough at this point too. I mean, yeah. yeah it, Harley, uh, Harley, talk to us forever. Harley, oh, I'm not gladly. kidding you. You must come on for more than one. No, episode. we actually, like, we, say the, we say this a lot, but I'm, I'm 100% meaning it this time. Benny, yeah. like seriously, please slide into DM, DMs. Yeah, Harley, we, <laughs> you're going to probably be on every four episodes and I hope you're okay with that. Um, oh, 100%. I'm, we'll make I'm it work totally. for your schedule. Um, yeah, because I'm not kidding. I know I said it once, and listeners will be like, "This blessed," but like, I don't want to end this. <laughs> but I, we do have a question we'd like to ask all of our special guests. And since mm-hmm. you have not listened to the podcast because you thought it was only on Apple and not on Spotify, <laughs> yes. which I will be listening to it now. It is. Um, what you watching this week? So this week, well, tomorrow I'm actually starting Killing Eve. Um, nice. I've been obsessed with Cruel Summer, which Sarah Drew is in. <laughs> the ending was so good. I haven't seen it. We haven't watched it. The ending, Wait, I won't say anything. Okay. But it, what I love about Cruel Summer is also it gives me very much like Pretty Little Liars vibes, but it's like almost even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better. Like, I love Pretty Liars that has a special yeah, place yeah. in my heart, but Pretty Little Liars got to this point where I was like, how many A's can there be? Like I figured out sure. who A was one time. I figured out the whole... <laughs> The whole Charles storyline with it actually being CC, I like, I have it, I have a notebook somewhere where in high school, it was like senior year of high school or whatever. I, you know, was done with exams. I'm writing it out or maybe it was junior, whatever. And I was trying to figure out, I'm like, I'm going to figure out who Charles is. And I was like, well, what if they did? What if it's CC? Because all these hints that uh, Marlene King was giving, I'm like, they kind of line up with CC. 
but they said Charles is a guy. I'm like, well, what if they did a transgender storyline? I'm like, nah, but they wouldn't do that. And then they did it. And I was like, I was saying they were like jaw down to the floor. Like, oh my God. I was like, has this show gone too predictable or am I good at this? But I love Cool Summer because it gives me that same kind of vibe. And yeah. I always loved watching that. Um, and then what else am I watching? Oh, uh, Loki, big Marvel yep. fan as well. Okay. Um, I haven't watched the most recent episode. Oh, it's good. Um, I watched it yesterday once in the morning and then once with my dad because he also watches Marvel with me. Um, nice. He, you know, he's really big into Star Wars. So I watched Star Wars with him. I'm really big into Marvel. So he watches it with me and we oh, both kind of gotten into them both. But so Loki um, and speaking of Marvel, WandaVision is probably the only other show that's made me cry as hard as Grey's Anatomy has. I mean, there, I just, it was disgusting snot down the face. <sighs> Listen, <laughs> I watched, so I watched WandaVision while on cold medicine when I thought I had COVID. <laughs> it was a science infection. And I was like, ball I was like why is this so good what yeah, those last on? those last two episodes just ruined me um yeah. I would say those are the main things I'm watching I've also been watching re-watching Pretty Little Liars a little bit because it's on HBO Max now and I found that out the other day and I was like I'm gonna go back and re-watch now high school me loved Arya and Ezra going back I'm like wow this is really creepy because mm-hmm. <laughs> we were talking about that the other day has, actually because again having adults play high schoolers doesn't look like there's that much of an age difference between them and then when yeah. the time jump then it's you know it could have been an appropriate relationship if they had met right after the time jump but the fact that he was her teacher I'm like oh yes that's creepy <laughs> So we're in a weird situation because we recorded an episode already today. And so I don't want to reuse my whatcha watching this week. Well, then, so should we just ask Harley? No, I've got other things I'm watching. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I've, I've got to put Truman down. I'm okay. so sorry. I'm going to go really quick. I'm going to go like, okay. I started watching younger because everyone is going to watch it. I've heard that's really good. It's great. Sutton it's so Foster good. is amazing. I was a snob in 2015 mm-hmm. because I was like, um, it's on TV land and TV mm-hmm. land produces shit. It doesn't produce <laughs> shit. Hot in Cleveland was good for two seasons. Betty White got an Emmy nomination. Check your bluff. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. The writing is excellent. Hillary Duff is incredible and hot. And the guy, Josh, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally Jake, my boyfriend, was like um, shake plug. It was shake plug. Um, <laughs> Harley's the thing we do. You would know if you listen. Um, okay. <laughs> Once I catch up. <laughs> um, but literally, he was like, he's like really attractive, and also he's apparently non-gender binary. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, the show's excellent. I love it. It's great. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go Ted Lasso again. Go We're Ted Lasso. It. I'm excited. We're still watching it. And it's oh, great. Other one that my parents got me into. It's on Netflix. Kim's Convenience. It's very funny. It takes place okay. in Canada. I'm gonna need to watch that. I think it is it isn't a spinoff of um it was was it supposed to be a spinoff of Fresh Off the Boat, perhaps? I'm not sure. Maybe I not. Don't know. They just this was a net, I think it's a Netflix original or it's okay. on another TV uh something up in Canada. I mean Canadian I mean I love Schitt's Creek and yes. so my parents yes. were like oh well because they finally got me to watch Schitt's Creek absolutely love it um Jackson Beck who I know you messaged me about who's one of my really good friends that you were like yes. could we get him on and mm-hmm. he's totally down to do 
got a podcast. He's very much like David Rose. If you've watched Shit's Creek, like, I can believe that. I've seen the videos. Rose. I'm like, that's David. Um, Jacobson yeah. <laughs> won me to watch. It's either off the block or on the block or in the block. Something about block. Is it on my block? On my block. What is it, babe? On my block. Um, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's good. Yes. So definitely. I don't really? know why I say it. Yep. We I know. Gotta... Harley, you're amazing. We love you. <laughs> Talk to us forever. Please. Well, I'm so Benny, glad you guys slide into me. her slide into those DMs. Well, <laughs> we're already in the DMs. Harley's on. Um, this was great. We finished the podcast yeah, yep. We've episode. Let's rant about how much we must have Harley back on. Oh. Harley. Harley. The title sequence has played. If you <laughs> are not, Suzanne, you got to give like 30 seconds because it's that's no, I'm fine. I got it. If you're not on the next one, we have ish use. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that you're not like, hey, I heard you're trying to do Grey's Anatomy on your TikTok. I'm pissed about that. I'm so glad that you're not. Because I promise you, I'm not trying to go into your turf. And I've no. been so, I've been, feel, I've been oh, like yeah. so scared. I'm like, I don't want to really think. I'm like trying to like take her turf. I'm oh, just I trying know. to build a No, company. Harley, <laughs> we love you and we need you in every area of our lives. Literally, Harley, end you're of, amazing. End of story. Oh, yeah. You guys are so sweet. And I was, I mean, when you messaged me, what was it, back in April, I saw your message and I was, and like, I guess it had gone, I have my DM set up so it's like people that I'm not like mutuals with, like it goes to like a separate area and I go and check it, try, I try to every day. And I saw yours and I think I thought I had been following you because mm-hmm. I'd seen some of your TikToks on my For You page. 